Hey, this is Denise Miranatha welcoming you to the December 22nd edition of PsalmsCast, the place where today God's Word will speak into your life from five chapters of the book of Psalms. Are you experiencing the joy of the Lord in the midst of all that is happening in your world right now? I am so glad you are here today. We desperately need to drink deeply from the living water of the Psalms. We will begin our journey today in Psalm 22, since it is the 22nd day of the month, and we will then advance into Psalm 52, then Psalm 82, then Psalm 112, and we'll finish up with Psalm 142. This week we are reading from the Bible translation that is simply known as God's Word. You can find the free resource of God's Word over at BibleGateway.com if you would like to follow along with the reading. If this is your first time visiting this daily reading of the Psalms, I want to welcome you. And so let's head in, but first let's do as we do each day and have a brief moment of prayer. Abba, Father, Daddy God, we come humbly into your presence as we will be navigating through incredible chapters of your living word, words to illuminate our day-to-day journey through this life, a life that is filled with so many challenges. We ask that Holy Spirit will unpack the words that we hear into our mind and into our heart, and that he will help us to make life choices that please and glorify you. Be with us in a mighty way for this time, Lord, as we journey forward. Psalm 22, a psalm by David. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away from helping me, so far away from the words of my groaning? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. Also at night, but I find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted you. They trusted and you rescued them. They cried to you and were saved. They trusted you and were never disappointed. Yet I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned by humanity and despised by people. All who see me make fun of me. Insults pour from their mouths. They shake their heads and say, Put yourself in the Lord's hands. Let the Lord save him. Let God rescue him, since he is pleased with him. Indeed, you are the one who brought me out of the womb, the one who made me feel safe at my mother's breast. I was placed in your care from birth. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be so far away from me. Trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls from Bashan have encircled me. They have opened their mouths to attack me like ferocious, roaring lions. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. My strength is dried up like pieces of broken pottery. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me down in the dust of death. 
Dogs have surrounded me. A mob has encircled me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I count all my bones. People stare. They gloat over me. They divide my clothes among themselves. They throw dice for my clothing. Do not be so far away, O Lord. Come quickly to help me, O my strength. Rescue my soul from the sword, my life from vicious dogs. Save me from the mouth of the lion and from the horns of wild oxen. You have answered me. I will tell my people about your name. I will praise you within the congregation. All who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, all you descendants of Israel. The Lord has not despised or been disgusted with the plight of the oppressed one. He has not hidden his face from that person. The Lord heard when that oppressed person cried out to him for help. My praise comes from you while I am among those assembled for worship. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who fear the Lord. Oppressed people will eat until they are full. Those who look to the Lord will praise Him. May you live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and return to the Lord. All the families from all the nations will worship you. Because the kingdom belongs to the Lord and He rules the nations. All prosperous people on earth will eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust will kneel in front of him, even those who are barely alive. There will be descendants who will serve him, a generation that will be told about the Lord. They will tell people yet to be born about his righteousness, that he has finished it. Psalm 52 A Maskell a psalm by David when Dob, who was from Edom, told Saul that David had come to Ahimelech's home. Why do you brag about the evil you've done, you hero? The mercy of God lasts all day long. Your tongue makes up threats. It is like a sharp razor, you master of deceit. You prefer evil to good. You prefer lying to speaking the truth. You love every destructive accusation, you deceitful tongue. But God will ruin you forever. He will grab you and drag you out of your tent. He will pull up your roots out of this world of the living. Righteous people will see this and be struck with fear. They will laugh at you and say, Look at this person who has refused to make God his fortress. Instead, he trusted his great wealth and became strong through his greed. But I am like a large olive tree in God's house. I trust the mercy of God forever and ever. I will give thanks to you forever for what you have done. In the presence of your godly people, I will wait with hope in your good name. Psalm 82 a Psalm by Asaph God takes his place in his own assembly. He pronounces judgment among the gods. How long are you going to judge unfairly? 
How long are you going to side with wicked people? Defend weak people and orphans. Protect the rights of the oppressed and the poor. Rescue weak and needy people. Help them escape the power of wicked people. Wicked people do not know or understand anything. As they walk around in the dark, all the foundations of the earth shake. I said, You are gods. You are all sons of the Most High. You will certainly die like humans and fall like any prince. Arise, O God. Judge the earth because all the nations belong to you. Psalm 112 Hallelujah! Blessed is the person who fears the Lord and is happy to obey His commands. His descendants will grow strong on the earth. The family of a decent person will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his home. His righteousness continues forever. Light will shine in the dark for a decent person. He is merciful, compassionate, and fair. All goes well for the person who is generous and lends willingly. He earns an honest living. He will never fail. A righteous person will always be remembered. He is not afraid of bad news. His heart remains secure, full of confidence in the Lord. His heart is steady and he is not afraid. In the end, he will look triumphantly at his enemies. He gives freely to poor people. His righteousness continues forever. His head is raised in honor. The wicked person sees this and becomes angry. He angrily grits his teeth and disappears. The hope that wicked people have will vanish. And our final chapter for today is Psalm 142. A Maskell by David when he was in the cave. A prayer. Loudly I cry to the Lord. Loudly I plead with the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaints in His presence and tell Him my troubles. When I begin to lose hope, you already know what I am experiencing. My enemies have hidden a trap for me on the path where I walk. Look to my right and see that no one notices me. Escape is impossible for me. No one cares about me. I call out to you, O Lord. I say, you are on my refuge, my own inheritance in this world of the living. Pay attention to my cry for help, because I am very weak. Rescue me from those who pursue me, because they are too strong for me. Release my soul from prison, so that I may give thanks to your name. Righteous people will surround me because you are good to me. The purpose of this podcast is what you just heard, God's word from five chapters of Psalms. To God be the glory as the word changes your life and draws you closer to him. So first off, guys, I want to just do a shout out. Happy birthday, Don. That's my older brother, whom I rarely get to see anymore. 
Just like many of us in 2022, it's been a tough journey as their son died this past March unexpectedly. And tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Don will be having a tricky surgery on his right hand, his dominant hand. So prayers would be so appreciated for Don and the surgical team, and also prayers for his beloved wife, Anne, because waiting during surgery is hard. So that first Psalm, chapter 22, it outlines what took place on the cross. That first verse is what Jesus cried just before he died. There are so many elements of what took place that day when Jesus was tried, hung from the cross where the Romans drove spikes into his hands and into his feet. Crucifixion was a horrible, torturous manner of death. We need to remember this psalm was written some about 900 BCE, so before Christ was born almost a full century before Jesus would be born. As I studied these chapters, this chapter, I was stunned at how many elements are described in detail, accurately. And I'm also in awe of how the Lord continues to tell us what is going to happen generations before it actually does take place. Most of us will agree that we are living in a desperately wicked and vile generation. A generation that is in love with itself and thrives on canceling anything and everything that does not fit their evil narrative. Is that kind of a bummer assessment of our current world? Yes, but it is accurate. And what is really sad? is that between the horrors of the world that we speak of today and the time when Jesus will return to judge all mankind, the world will get so much worse. More wickedness, more evil, more vile. Our society thrives on stories of werewolves and vampires and evil spirits, yet they poo-poo or give no credence to the idea of one true living God. So we were driving through a neighborhood yesterday in the afternoon and I was enjoying all the holiday decorations that people have out. Then we passed a house and I was absolutely stunned as that house had a vile demonic large figure dressed in a red and white Santa suit. I was in shock. And at first, I assumed that my challenged eyesight misread what I thought I saw. However, we ended up driving back past that house after dark, and I pointed out the house so my husband could explain what was actually there. It was indeed a very large, scary, werewolfish creature that was perched on the fence, and it was indeed wearing red and white suits. What on earth? What are these people thinking? There is a spiritual war going on all around us. Angels and demons battling it out. Angels trying to keep us, are keeping us safe. Demons trying to trip us up. Knock us down. 
Those demons desire is to capture or to, or to restrain their victims. And seriously, if there were demons that were present at the time when Jesus walked the earth, and we know they are because Jesus was casting out demons left and right out of people, I am positive that they are still here today. When we first bought our house, I went to every door and window and asked the Lord to seal our house. Later, I also prayed over every entry and exit port, faucets and drains, and the fireplace. As we learn about spiritual warfare, I also started limiting my watching habits and what we view on our devices as well. All of those are portals into your house. And yes, you can invite Satan right into your house or demons, which we don't want to do. When our sons dabbled in pornography, we had frank discussions about how damaging it was to their mind and their perceptions, but also showed them that when they choose to engage in that stuff, it was exactly the same as playing with a Ouija board or having a seance to talk to the dead. Yeah, and they both knew that's crazy. You don't want to do that stuff. I don't understand how we can, I guess we just get so bogged down by this is accepted in society. It's okay to watch this stuff. It's just a movie. But that just a movie does shape our perceptions. God gives clear guidelines about keeping ourselves in right standing with him. And that means following his ways instead of dabbling and playing with the standards of today's society. I am also encouraged by Psalm 112 because it is there that we see the benefits of the one who chooses to fear God more than to fear man. When God is the one that we walk with, we will experience many good things. Even when the world is hard, as it has been for us this year, we have always experienced the joy of the Lord. Not the ha-ha joy, but a confident, good, trusting essence that, yeah, this is not my battle to win. We have not felt pressured to fight it out on our own or try to figure it out on our own. We have been content to wait on the Lord. Not going to lie, honestly, because the loss of vision in my right eye, it's in my face every day. And life experiences every single day. We've had so many ch challenges just to get appointments with specialists just so we can ask questions and explore what the options are at this point. But I do think that going through this journey has been a blessing because both David and I have learned to live each day to its fullest, to be thankful for all the ways that the Lord is blessing us. Miranatha, my friends. Father, we thank you for your word Thank you for how present it is to where it is that we are living, where we are living on this planet, whatever culture we're in, you are present to us through your word. For we get to look at how others have walked with you and see your presence in their lives, 
knowing that you are fully present in ours. So we draw near to your word and ask you to plant it deep in our hearts today. We choose to walk with you and to invite your Holy Spirit into everything that we're about this week. Come, Jesus, we pray in your precious name. Amen. So as we're diving in deeper into the thick of the holiday season, how you doing? (laughs) I thought we were to where we need it to be, but we still have to make one more trip out and maybe do some grocery shopping. I'm not sure yet. Our Christmas, our celebration this year is going to look a lot different, but it's okay. So as we are into the holiday time, I just wanted to write down and share some information about things that will help us navigate through these days. And so I've been sharing one thought each day and I'll recap those before we get into today's. So number one, be kind to yourself. You matter. You are important and God loves you just as you are. Number two, be kind to your family. Remember this spot of wisdom. If you have nothing nice to say, just say nothing. Number three, be patient with all other people, especially when you're driving. Road rage often can be sparked by a honking horn or hand gestures. It's better to be late than to be involved in a situation or in a wreck. Number four, avoid engaging with people who are angry or spoiling for a fight. Number five, Do the unexpected in every situation. Be polite, be kind, be generous, be merciful, be humble. And today's number six, give thanks to the Lord for what you have right now. The truth is it may be gone tomorrow. So thank you for being here today. How are you doing? Yes, many of us are just scrambling, trying to get ready for our families to come to be in town or getting ready to travel. And yes, we have a huge weather system coming in this weekend. So yes, I will be praying for those of you who are traveling either on the road or through the airlines, that the Lord will protect you, that he will watch over you, that he will make a way. So if you are struggling, there's something the Lord wants you to know today. Number one, you are not alone. Number two, he sees you. Number three, God is hearing your cries to him. The ones you speak out loud and the ones that you say silently. Number four, daddy, God wants you to know that you are very, very precious to him. Number five, It was He who created you. He has been present for every minute of your life. Number six, you matter. You personally matter so much to God that He sent His only Son, Jesus, into this world to offer you a life worth living. Yes, Jesus took on all of our sins and all of our failures. And yes, He died for us, died for you, died for me, 
And seriously, guys, who else would be would be willing to take our place to wipe everything clean, all of our sins, all of our mistakes, all of our failures, and give us a fresh start by taking on our punishment, by dying for us? Number seven, your life has meaning. And number five, number eight, God created you. He created you for a purpose. And last but not least, God does have a plan for you. This podcast, Psalmscast, was created to encourage each person to accept the invitation that the Lord God, the Eternal One, extends to us personally, extends to you. That invitation was personally written for you, and that is why the Holy Spirit sometimes nudges you to do certain things like listening to this today and to be listening right now. So what is this invitation? It's a relationship with the only true God who desires that you be with him for all of eternity, which is a long time, and he desires to walk with you closely every single day. So if you are struggling, and if the Lord perhaps is nudging you to ask for help, to ask for prayer, just do it. You're invited to call, to text, or to email. We will pray for you. I will pray for you. You don't have to get into details. Simple works, your name, and that you need prayer. That's good enough because God already knows what that situation you're struggling with is. And better yet, he has the answer. I'm just coming alongside of you and saying, hey, I need to be, Lord, please consider the situation with name. And I'm asking that you, they will experience your provision, your guidance. God always has a solution. So what is my big ask? My big ask is my vision and just the courage to just keep moving forward even when I do get discouraged. So the Psalms cast contact methods are as follows. If you want to call, if you would like to text, or if you're using WhatsApp, the number is 1-470-240-1509. You can also email at psalmscast at gmail.com. And Psalmscast does have a Facebook page. You can go there. You can send messages. You can post on the page. You can like, follow, and share. It's just the normal stuff we do on social media. If you have enjoyed the podcast, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a day. And that's it. I am Denise. I love you. Have a blessed day and God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.